Welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me, as always, is Craig. And we find ourselves kind of in the limbo mode where the regular season is done, we're approaching the postseason, and it's the fun and exciting time, yet sad and depressing time, really, that realizing that there's only one more game for Michigan football. And uh, they recently announced what that game was. Yeah. And there was quite an uproar about it, interestingly enough. So. I I never thought there would be, but. Uh, there's there's that, that That, look. Here's the, here's the thing. You're. When you got when money meets fairness, it, it's never going to be fair. <laughs> it's just not, man. And when you got bowl games, you want money. You got you got to get a draw. You got to get your fans there, man. And that's sometimes sometimes the fairness kind of goes out the window. So it's it's about money sometimes. That's what, in a way, that's what this bowl's like. And it's not just us; it's other bowl games too. So, yeah. Uh, shoot. I was trying to see if I could find that. I'm trying to find what order things are picked in, but, uh, anyways, if I'll see if I can find that, um, Michigan announced, uh, actually a rematch from several years ago, going back to the Outback Bowl in Tampa to face off against South Carolina. Um, my initial reaction to this before kind of like sharing some other thoughts and we won't dive too deep right now into the teams and that whole thing. That'll, that'll be a preview episode that we do right before the game comes up. But uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes you enjoy these rematches and then other times, I don't know. I, like, what was your initial reaction, Craig, when you heard that it was going to be Michigan and South Carolina again? Well, my initial reaction was, eh, so what? Or, yeah, I think Michigan, Michigan can beat them. And then I thought, we're going up against Will Muschamp, Expectations are hot. <laughs> who used to be at F- Florida, um, and you know, and so, and then, my, then of course, I started to harken back to 2013 with uh, uh, Hope players, and started thinking about JV uh, Clowney and putting that lick on Vincent Smith, that highlight. <laughs> so, that's my. And that was back in what 2013, I believe. So, yeah, that's what I that's that's all I can remember is those things right there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the first day that was announced that it was uh, Michigan South Carolina. Uh, I bet. I mean, it would have been presented even if Michigan wasn't facing off South Carolina. I'm sure. But yeah, that hit on uh, Vincent Smith was already posted, and everybody was saying how it was going to be posted every day until the game. I'm sure. So. Um, yeah, just kind of like a quick brief look at it. Um, Michigan finishing eight and four overall five and four in the big 10, um, going against South Carolina, which is eight and four overall and then five and three in conference. Um, Michigan losing that, uh, yeah, well, Relatively close-ish game to Ohio State, however you want to look at it. Uh, but then South Carolina coming off of a 34-10 to loss to Clemson. Uh, so both teams coming off losses to finish this off the season. This game will be on January 1st with a noon kickoff. Right. So the uh, for the series though, South Carolina uh, has won two. Michigan has won one. Michigan having the chance to even things up. Um. But yeah. Well, yeah, and then you got. I mean, you got two teams that are relatively sim- similar. Um. Uh. Ye- look. Is this a winnable game for Michigan? Of course. I mean, that, South Carolina isn't a juggernaut or doesn't have a, the greatest offensive offense in the country at all. In fact, and their defense is not very good either. So it's 
it's, it's, it could be a good win for Michigan. And, um, but the thing is, is, um, South Carolina has always been pretty good against the spread, man. They're, I think they're like seven and four against the spread. So anytime that happens, cause Michigan's now, uh, what's the spread for Michigan in this game? Uh, I'm not sure. The first day that was announced, I heard very contradictory numbers because yeah. I heard I saw one saying South Carolina was favored by like a touchdown or a little bit more, and then I saw the exact opposite. So yeah. I nine and a half point favorite Michigan is, and I'm guessing that's probably I'm probably guessing the reason for that. I I, I don't know what the reason for that. Maybe they think they think that Peters is going to be back or something like that. So. Um, that might have something to do with it, but uh, I think the very fact is, if maybe a whole cor- a corn was starting, that would be that that line would change dramatically. So, but uh, that is really interesting. The Gamecocks actually do pretty well in bowl games. Yeah, well, it has already been stated that they have Brandon Peters, um, yeah, practicing as a starting quarterback. So, actually, ahead of kind of ahead of schedule they're uh saying who is expected and, uh, to be the starter yeah, and you and i pretty much are in agreement that peter's more than likely is going to start um but uh there is also some things out there talking about Tariq black coming back obviously he's healthy now but i really don't expect him to start i think they'll sit him have him rest and be a hundred percent next year so yeah i i totally agree i don't think um I don't think that they'll put him back in. There's kind of no point. And kind of along those lines, too, I mean, there's going to be things up in the air about players that are going to be preparing for the draft. Um, You know, this isn't the biggest matchup. It's not like Michigan is trying to cap off a great season. It's a bowl game. It'll be, I think it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. But uh, chances are there might be some of the players that step out of the bowl game. Personally, I have no problem with it. Because of what game this is, um, last year I felt was a bigger one uh, against Florida State. You know, a chance to get uh, 11 wins on the season, um, kind of a bigger deal. Um, but I don't know. What What do you think uh, about, uh, well, obviously, Tariq Black possibly being able ready to go but not playing and other things like that with some of the players? Um, well, do I, Michigan's a better team, I think, than uh, South Carolina with Peters under center. I just do. I think he just spreads the field, opens the field up a little bit more, and um, I think they'll come at a good time getting players rested for that game. Um, the only thing is, like I said, South Carolina actually, I think this is their fifth or, fifth or sixth time that they've been at this uh, Outback Bowl, so they're no stranger to it. It is in Vegas. so um, And I think the interesting thing in all of this is it, it, there's one caveat in all this with Michigan is Michigan has not beaten a team, a, a team with a winning record this year. That right there shows me that's, that's hard to understand or get grasp because that's actually true. And Michigan can either, you know, lose this game too. And thinking that um, they got to win this game. They just really do to get, you know, to get some fire under the belly and actually get into, you know what, we beat this team, we won the Outback Bowl, and we're going to carry that on through to next season and having the chance to have all uh, Tariq Black back and some of those other players, and just uh, it'll be a good win for us. Well, do you think Tariq Black is going to even play? I don't. No, I don't. I think they're going to sit him. Okay, and then how do you feel about how do you well first of all how do you feel about that? But then also how do you feel about uh, the decent chance that any of the players preparing for the draft? Well, yeah. some of the players p- preparing for the draft might not participate in the game. Well, that's always the thing. I don't think I don't think any of the players will sit out for this for the draft i just i can't really see any of the mindset much i i think this is a, a, a this team really wants to win this game uh to shut a lot of people up i really think they want to win this bowl game and um i think that's ingrained in them um 
And it's, it's, to me, it's just I think they want to. They need it. I think they need this win, and I don't think anybody's going to sit out and prepare for the draft. Um, do you have anybody in mind that you think would? Or offhand, no. But if somebody's projected to be first or second, I wouldn't be too surprised. I mean, obviously, they're going to probably at least comp- uh, contemplate it. So I wouldn't be that against it because, like I said, I mean, it, if there is anyone who gets in that situation, it's not going to be right. a lot. So I don't think it's going to have the biggest impact. But then also on the Tariq Black uh, situation, I know that they're talking about his uh, keeping his medical red shirt. So I have no problem with that. I mean, I know that mm-hmm. he was Michigan's leading receiver for how long into the season and he was out after just like what, two, three games or something like that. So right. he could definitely be used, but I think it'd be more, I think it'd be a wiser choice just to keep him out. Also just to help him, uh, just to allow him to completely recover and, but hopefully not have any issues with it with future seasons. So. No. Yeah, I agree. And Trey black obviously is our, one of our best receivers starting off. Um, and, and next year we'll probably be a little bit different. We'll have uh, Peoples Jones and Nico Collins and um, some of those other guys in there. And um, that'll be one heck of a team. So, but yeah, it's, uh, that'll be interesting coming up to see what, you know, how many players are preparing for the draft and really don't want to play in this game and really not get hurt. I mean, would you be disappointed if they didn't or not really? Um, like, I mean, it will, okay. I know are, I know Michigan fans are, I know that they get to a point where they're, they get disappointed. Like a lot of like rumors were swirling around peppers and him not playing and, you know, was injured and was he faking it and was he not? And, was he preparing for the NFL draft? So, Yeah, well, like I said, personally for me, I think the FSU game was bigger. I mean, I know it will will be kind of, I don't know if you would call it the highlight, but it will be a good thing to go out with uh, beating a team right. with a winning record if they're able to do this. But the... I think the only way that it might bother me is if a lot of players do it. But like I said, I don't think there will be. I think just if there are those couple top players that um, it might come down to it. But I don't see more than one or two potentially sitting out. But agreeing with you, too, I think that they do want to play. I, I, I know that they all want to win this game. But, I right. mean, you are talking uh, potentially a lot of money on the line and things. Uh, people saw what happened with Jake Butt last year. Right. And so... Uh, I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what people say moving forward and everything. I know that we're still relatively early on with this cause it is, gosh, I'm kind of forgetting what the date is. It's December 4th still here. And so this game is practically a month out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, quite a lot of time to go, but, uh, yeah, I, I like the bowl that they picked us in, um, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, it'll be a good win if we can get it. So, Yeah. All right. Well, then I'll ask you another question, Craig. Okay. Go ahead. Are you going to boycott and not eat at Outback? <laughs> are, you, are you just so mad? Does it grind your gears <laughs> so much that you refuse to eat an establishment because you want to make such a statement <laughs> that they will notice? By you not going to Outback? I might have to. I mean, I'm here in East Lansing, so, you know, that's one of those things where I'm going. I'm I'm picturing if, if we have an Outback, and I know it of one, yes. And you know what? I haven't ate there since it's open, so me boycotting it really doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really – I actually don't eat an Outback hardly at all. So I've eaten there maybe twice in my life, so – yeah, I don't eat there too often either. I mean, I enjoy it, but it's just not really the best right. location. I, yeah, it's it's not someplace I go a whole lot. They've got some decent stuff, but um, see, and now here's the thing. So, of course, what we're referencing here, in case you don't know, uh, apparently Michigan State fans are up in arms about things because, and like I said, I was trying to find the order of selection because even D'Antonio said it too that. Yeah. 
Michigan got selected before Michigan State, which then I've seen uh, conflicting information for that, where technically Michigan State got selected before Michigan. I don't know. I'm just very confused. But uh, for those of you who don't know, and actually, shoot, I'm blanking on what bowl they wound up going for. Holiday. Oh, the, ho- the Holiday Bowl, yeah. Yep. The, it, there's more – people feel that there's more attention and more prestige – uh, it's more prestigious for the Outback Bowl, which is kind of to make sense because it is a January 1st game. Uh, but that's the thing, too, where I, I was hoping to know by now um, which one selects first because there was the crowd that was saying, screw Michigan, screw Outback. Uh, we hate all of it because they chose Michigan before Michigan State, which is outrageous. And then there's the crowd, another crowd that I saw, a smaller crowd that was saying, oh, we learned that actually the Holiday Bowl picks before the Outback Bowl. So really, in all uh, correctness, Michigan State was chosen first. So ha-ha on you. I, I don't know. Uh, so I was hoping to have the answer, but this all was kind of taking place today because the bowls were announced yesterday. And apparently all the freaking out has happened in about the past 24 hours. So. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, well, one, holiday bowls, December 28th, so it's not prime time. And that's, that's the beef with this and Michigan jumping over. It. And that's, you know, what I kind of brought up in the opening monologue was the, in the way saying these bowl games are about money and, and draw. And that's the harsh reality. And Spartan, Fans are just going to have to deal with that, man. It's it's like saying, you know, Michigan. They want to see Ohio State in that in big in big bowl games too because they're a huge draw. They're a draw everywhere they go. They can go to California. Ohio State fans will be there, and they're they have tons of fans in every state, regardless. And Michigan State just doesn't. You know, they're big around here, but they're not big in any in very many states. And Michigan has the same kind of fan base as Ohio State does and the same with Alabama and, and places like that. And so it's a harsh reality. Unfortunately, these bowls are somewhat money-driven uh, advertising, and they try to get the fans. They want to fill the seats. They want merchandising. And that's what this is about. And, and is it fair? Probably not. Um, but it is what it is. <laughs> it's just a harsh reality, man. Yeah, and we'll probably get into it later when we talk more about the bowl games and uh, things like that. Well, well, actually, maybe maybe we can discuss it here in a minute uh, when we get to it. But, yeah, so if you haven't been on social media, which I'm sure if you haven't by now, you probably aren't on social media all that much, but you will see a lot of banter going back and forth with uh, Michigan State fans. Surprise, surprise. But there was some going back and forth between coaches as well. Oh, boy. <laughs> man. Saltiness, man, <laughs> between these coaches. Yeah. Man. Wow. I, I don't know. I mean. I just think it kind of dies down, you know? I, I, I don't know. I kind of look at it, and I'm just like, Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, cause I always try to look at it from, okay, if we were in their position, how would I, how would I be reacting and how would I, you know, expect a coach to say it or something, but I don't know. But, uh, what wound up happening is in some conversation, uh, D'Antonio reacted to Michigan being chosen. See here again, somebody saying that Michigan was chosen ahead of Michigan state, but Anyways, Michigan was chosen for the Outback Bowl and not Michigan State. And uh, D'Antonio replied with, the records are what they are. I'll just continue to focus on beating Michigan. Right, which sounded like that he was and not the actual team itself. (laughs) Yeah. It sounded like him putting onus on him, so – yeah, it's it's a weird play with words. I mean, I can kind yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, you know that he's not focusing on beating Michigan every single day, but it's just kind of a weird thing to say considering that they won't be playing Michigan for almost a year. But then uh Harbaugh being the social media um gives <laughs> active active individual that he is, 
uh, replied to that in saying, uh, saw Coach D comments on continuing to, quote-unquote, focus on how, quote-unquote, he can beat Michigan. Congrats on turning around a 3-9 and team. Plagued with off-field issues. Good for Big Ten to have him back. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why well, is this? You can cut the sarcasm with a knife, man, in this. <laughs> yeah. And then, actually, there was one more, too, which, hold on, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, and then Mark D'Antonio supposedly reacting to that, which I'm sure it's directly related, but uh, he then uh, later tweeted out, for all Spartans, it's not over. It'll never be over. It's just getting started. Hashtag Spartans will. Yeah. Oh, boy. So... (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, I'm hearing, I hear a little bit of, you know, you know, Jim Harbaugh just needs to leave leave it alone. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, part of rival maybe is banter back and forth. I don't know whether it's with the coaches, but that's that's Coach Harbaugh. I mean, given t- that's just who he is, and that's who we hired, and, and he does that. But um, he... Um, you know, I've heard some times where they just said, hey, you know what, let Michigan State, let Mark, Coach D'Antonio be salty as he is. Usually he's just salty and looks pissed off all the time. He's never happy, even when he does win. Um, he's a kind of an unhappy guy to me. Um, but, you know, should Coach Harbaugh worry about um, what Coach D thinks? Probably not. You know, me, I probably would have just said, whatever. <laughs> this guy's like got some got some issues and I would have left alone but you know he didn't he tweeted and in a way I don't know if it got under Jim Harbaugh's skin but he's a, you know enough to, for him to tweet back so yeah I think uh, I don't necessarily think that got under his skin it's just a thing that he does and he usually takes to it to defending things and I don't know I don't really have a problem with it I mean yeah I I like that he does things like this when Hoke didn't because there have definitely been certain situations where you feel like it was good for him to do something right. with this. It's kind of like, meh, you know, I mean, I understand, like you said, it's a rivalry. So yeah, go ahead and go at it, you know, fuel the fire a little bit, but it's, um, I don't know. Does it bother you that the very fact is, you know, he's bantering back, the two coaches, which I, like you said, I don't really don't mind. I think it's kind of fun, but, um, you know, it gives us a lot of material to talk about on the show. Um, if we, if he didn't, we wouldn't really talk about much. If it was hope, you and I would just be like, wow, not much to say, but the very fact is, you know, Jim Harbaugh doing a lot of that, but not really getting it done on the field. And that to me, I think rubs people the wrong way. You know, a lot of, a lot of Twitter talk, a lot of talk, but yet you're not getting it done. So what are your thoughts on that? I'm okay with that. I mean, he's not going out there and saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to beat everybody. We're going to go undefeated. We're right. going gonna, gonna to beat Michigan State and Ohio State uh, back-to-back. You know, next three years we're going to go on a winning spree or anything like that. No, it, that's the thing, too, is I, if I'm not mistaken, all or a majority of all these things – are in reaction to something. So he's not starting. Right, right. And yeah. that's the other thing I was going to bring up, you know, good point, talking about, in a way, you're saying a lot of what happens is Michigan State draw, uh, is, you know, draw, draws first blood, you know, and that's what they're doing is usually are the instigators or the cause and effect of why Jim Harbaugh tweets back is because obviously something they've said and done, and, and in this case, in a way, Coach D'Antonio did that. He had a little, little, little snarky remark, you know, sarcastic, and Jim Harbaugh responded, and then back and forth. So, yeah, yeah. But, and so, and so and, Coach, yeah, Coach D'Antonio really could have just said, "Hey, you know what? We're not even here talking about Michigan. We're here to focus on uh, Wazoo and beating uh, Coach Leach and trying to and, and win this bowl game convincingly." Yeah, it, it, exactly. It's one of those things where it's just like Michigan has their bowl game. We have our bowl game. 
you know, there's nothing that's going to change that now, and we have a football game that we have to get ready for. But right. that's not what was said. So what was said? So honestly, I mean, just saying it though, I, I mean, it, it's. I'm glad that Harbaugh does something about it because essentially it's one of those things where where you kind of saw it with Hoke where some things would happen and Hoke wouldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, well, you got opposites here, man. Yeah, and so with Harbaugh, at least he's just kind of like, hey, I'm not going to let you talk trash and you know basically get away with it. Like I'm not, I'm not going to let you just slide through. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna respond. Which I honestly, with this conversation or banter back and forth, I think it's gonna be done. I, I don't really imagine he's gonna say anything more about it because I don't know what he would say back to what D'Antonio said because. <laughs> of what it was, but even still, you know, it's not, it's not too often that he gets into multiple responses anyways. So, well, you know, and the interesting thing is that, you know, always kind of like say, if this coach would say this or this, would this coach do this, you know, and I thought, you know, I'd take, let's say that reporter or somebody just said the same question to Ohio state, you know, would urban Meyer say that? And, you know, I might have few things with urban Meyer I don't like, but I have to say, I don't think our urban Meyer would have said that. I don't think, I think he would just said, Hey, you know what? We're not focused on Michigan whatsoever. We're focused on the team in front of us. And that's it. Yeah. Well, like, he, that's the way he is. He's always kind of been that way. You know, he doesn't want to talk about other teams. He wants to talk about the team that he's playing and that's it. So, yeah. And I think some people talked about with the Ohio state game where they, uh, people have mentioned that they feel like urban Meyer respects the rivalry more than Mark D'Antonio does. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's just, I don't really care for either of them, but I think it's, it might be easier to dislike D'Antonio. Yeah. Me uh, too. But just because of what he does though. I mean, like that's right. the thing too, that it's it. And we've mentioned it in previous episodes. It's probably been a while since we've said it, but they play the victim card all the time. <laughs> right. When, when, like you said, they're the instigators. Like yeah. they'll, they'll start something and then Michigan will react, whether it's the same day or later or something like that. And, but then it'll turn into, Oh, we're the victims. Now we're being disrespected. Right. Uh, and, and that's, that's the same thing with this too, where, I mean, take it for what's worth. And I know, like we said, D'Antonio was asked the question uh, and he responded with what he did. And we we simply put out there, we're not coaches. This is not rocket science. It's not right. that difficult to think of an answer where you just say, Michigan has their bowl game. We have our bowl game. They have a game to prepare for, and so do we. So that doesn't matter to us. What matters right. is our game. Boom. Yeah. There, nothing is said, no problem, no nothing. But instead, D'Antonio <laughs> makes something uh, right. on, you know, a sense. Has putting, nothing to do with this bowl game. Yeah, puts in fighting words. Yeah, you know, and uh, essentially throwing shade, throwing disrespect at Michigan, yeah. and then what uh, Jim Harbaugh said is going to be pl- probably plastered in the locker room. You know, look what they did. Look at how mean they, they hurt our feelings. Right, they were not nice, and right. you know we cannot allow this. And it's like, well, duh, you said something first. I think one of the thing is, is maybe the Spartan fans need to understand is, you know, the little, you know, you and I, obviously, we didn't like the whole labeling of the little brother. But uh, the way they act, it, it's doesn't matter how many times you beat us. I mean, you can beat us for 25 years straight. It's just based on reactions like this. You know, mm-hmm. we we don't even have anything to do with your bowl game. We had nothing to do with the selection. We had nothing to do with what's going on now. You know, you can talk all you want to us up to leading to our, our game. And that's fine. I'm all for that. And you, you know, they want to talk smack. That's great. We talk smack back and I'm all for that. But when this has absolutely nothing to do with it, this shows right now that you are in a way, the little brother tugging on dad's or big brother's, you know, yeah, sure. It's saying, look at us, look at us, look at us. And we really aren't, aren't. And you, we are still in your mind. We're still, you still want to be validated. And Sparty fans have a hard time understanding that. And until you don't talk about us, 
then maybe people, you know, you won't be called the little brother thing. It, 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 you know, I don't use it, but I know people still do just based on that fact. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I I do agree with you. I don't use it either because that that I'm okay. I don't use it because it was originally meant as you know we beat little brother like we essentially own little brother which has not been the case basically ever since that that statement was made but then there is the like you've been saying the little brother con uh oh shoot the little uh complex there we go the little brother complex where it I'm, but you do see that you see it in that but then also from the standpoint i mean i'm a younger brother i, I know how it works and everything you you get away with more, and and that's that's essentially how this whole disrespect stuff goes. Yeah. Where it's just like you pick the fight, you start the problem, then the the other person reacts to it, then you're able to run and be like, "Mom, Dad, they're <laughs> right. mistreating me. They're not playing fair." Yeah, exactly. It's exactly right. Like, look at them try to get people to jump on their side, and I'm like, it, it's amazing. It, yeah, I you know what to tell you the truth, I literally did not care what bowl any of the other teams got. I didn't. I mean, did you? Did you go well, did you go through the whole bowl list and go, oh that's that's totally unfair. Oh my gosh, they should have never gotten that. I I, I never did. I never thought about that. I never even thought about what Michigan State went to. I said, Oh, they're they're going to the holiday bowl. I didn't think anything of it. And yet they had a big complex about it. So yeah, no, usually the thing that I get bothered by bowls, it's not specific teams, but it's usually just kind of looking at the Big Ten Conference as a whole. Uh, but then, I, I mean, well, or you could say looking at the SEC, and it's just like it's just frustrating and aggravating, and I know it's always something that they lean on and it's just like, oh, look how good we did in our bowl games. Right. But then you look at the matchups that they do where majority of the games that the Big Ten gets put in, they're – Every year, I can't remember how many years it's gone back, uh, they are the underdogs in a majority of their bowl games. And then you look at other conferences like the SEC, and they are the favored in a majority of their bowl games. And you look at, for instance, uh, matchups, and I know Wisconsin had their matchup last year against Western, but you look at this year where Auburn's facing against UCF, and it's just like, I mean, you're you're setting, you're setting teams up at some point. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I uh, I don't really look specifically at other teams though that much. I, honestly, though, I was kind of looking forward to the idea maybe with the Holiday Bowl, just from the standpoint of they were mentioning that it could potentially be Michigan versus Stanford, and I thought that was kind of maybe interesting. But yeah, yeah, that would have been really really interesting. Good, uh, uh, that would have been some good talk having um, Jim Harbaugh play uh, play against his old. Uh, old team so uh yeah would have, that would have been really really cool so but um south carolina is so yeah last oh, last thing i'll mention then with the uh michigan state stuff because it just kind of made me chuckle and laugh on uh somebody pointed out i can't remember who so i can't give it credit but it's just like you know bowl games were just announced they were saying bowl games were just announced and it's a perfect time to be able to say you know, talk about what your team is doing and who your team is matching up with. And uh, they were saying, but all the Michigan State writers are complaining about Michigan and being in the Outback Bowl. Yeah. Like, they're not talking about Michigan State and their bowl game. They're all talking about Michigan being in the Outback Bowl. Right. Which makes them just look silly, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah. honestly if, if I had, um, if I was a fan and a fan base like that and you go to all the blogs and sites that you read uh articles for and everything and you saw that were all or majority of them were talking about a rivalry team and being upset about the bowl game they got and nothing in the first day or two was about what your team is doing and the matchup they're having that right. would be that would be aggravating well if let's say michigan Let's say Michigan was getting hosed or whatever unfair fair going to the Holiday Bowl and Michigan State got in above us. You know, part of me wants to just say, hey, it's not fair. It's it's similar to, you know, um, what was it, uh, Hurst getting shammed out of the defensive. Uh, oh, yeah. 
you know, it's similar to Bosa getting it, you know, getting the award and Hurst didn't. So is it fair? Heck no. I mean, look at the stats, not even close, but uh, they gave it to Ohio State. Yeah, I was like, that's ridiculous. But I I kind of moved on <laughs> after that and was on to something else. But to keep harping on it makes me just go, you know what? Now Then we just look bad, too. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to live in the moment. Uh, obviously, let Michigan State fans just be Michigan State fans and let them think about Michigan all the time, 24-7, we're in their head. Uh, and, you know, rent-free, like people say. And until they can just move on and just focus on the thing ahead of them, uh, they'll always be kind of labeled that little brother thing. And it's unfortunate because you know, they got a good team. They're good. They got. They're well coached, um, and I think they're they're better than that. And for them to do that, it's just kind of every year. It seems to be the same thing. So. Yeah. Well, uh, to talk then quickly about, and we'll talk more in depth about some of these things. Uh, but I'll go ahead and do a rundown of the games. <clears throat> Gosh, I throw. Um, uh, let's do do, do, do. Uh, the games, the games. So we'll talk about the playoff teams at the end of this whole thing. But uh, January 1st, Auburn, like I said, Auburn, ver- uh, number 7 Auburn versus number 12 UCF. December 30th, uh, and that's the Peach Bowl Fiesta Bowl, is Penn State versus num- number 9 Penn State versus number 11 Washington. December 30th, Orange Bowl is number 6 Wisconsin versus number 10 Miami. Uh, December 29th is the Cotton Bowl, and that's number five, Ohio State, first number eight, USC. Uh, duh, duh, duh. So we talked about the Outback Bowl. January 1st is also the Citrus, which is Notre Dame versus LSU. Uh, Tax Slayer, December 30th is Louisville, Mississippi State. Uh, let's see if the, uh, I'm not going to read through all of these. Uh, look for the Big Ten teams. Um, all right, uh, Music City. On the 29th is Kentucky versus Northwestern. La, 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 la. Um, uh, so, yeah, we mentioned the Holiday Bowl, which is the 28th. That's Michigan State versus Washington State. Uh, Pinstripe Bowl, which is the 27th, is Iowa versus Boston College. Purdue being bowl eligible, which was surprising to me because totally didn't see that at the beginning of the season. 27th. Foster Farms Bowl, Purdue versus Arizona. Moving along. Is that it? That might be it. That looks like it for the Big Ten. So there you go. Uh, So then we'll go to... uh, To close things out here, talking about the final college football rankings. Um... I was definitely off because I remember – actually, hold on. Let me pull this up because I'm not sure if I left it in there or not. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Craig. Yeah. You were so close. <laughs> you are so close. Okay. So the final rankings are Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, Alabama – uh, Craig, you had Clemson, Oklahoma, Auburn, Alabama. I, I thought Auburn would win. Yeah. Yeah, so close. So close. I, I was off because I had um, – I was off by two teams because I had Clemson, Auburn, Wisconsin, Oklahoma. So uh, the games, the playoff games are then Oklahoma versus Georgia and Clemson versus Alabama. So third year in a row, Clemson and Alabama get to play. I – um, there's a lot to be said about Alabama getting in. Frankly, I think the committee put themselves in a no-win situation with right. uh, Alabama and Ohio State being the two teams on the outside. Because who? Uh, shoot, who was? Wasn't Miami seven? I think. Shoot, let me try to pull that up. But yeah, it it was a bad um, situation, and they really didn't have. They didn't have anything good, you know? Right. Um, uh, 2015 playoff rankings. I'll tell you that. 
So sorry, what was that? That didn't come through. Certainly wasn't short of drama that weekend. I knew there'd be something a little bit. I, 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 you know, I I knew that there'd be a team that would lose that would kind of throw this whole thing um, off a little bit, and obviously Auburn losing was the one I didn't expect. So, um, but uh, it is what it is. Like you said, I totally agree with you. I've racked my brain for probably the past week now. (laughs) And I literally trying to think about what happened. And I'm trying to think, you know, for the past couple of days, I've been discussing it and thinking you know what? I didn't think Ohio State deserved to be in the top four, but then again, part of me thinks even Alabama did not either. But Alabama is really, you know what they're playing? They're actually in the same boat in a way as Ohio State was last year. They didn't win their conference, but yet they had one loss and they still got in. And Ohio State's playing the Penn State role as last year. They won the conference, but they had, you know, two losses, but then get in. <laughs> so that's kind of how it's going. Kind know? of, but not quite, because what wound up happening, though, is that Penn State won the conference and right, didn't get right. in. So what's going on that's is that I mean. Georgia won yeah, and is still getting yeah. in. Right, I know, I know. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too, where this is the first year that you have two teams won from one conference. So, Right, yeah, it is. And... Yeah, I hate not having a Big Ten uh, conference represented, but what do you do? You know, in that Ohio State loss to Iowa was huge. You would lose by thirty something, and it's a bad loss. And you just you just can't do that on the road to Iowa. And I think if that game was a little bit closer, uh, I think they probably would have snuck in. But to get beat down like that was bad. Yeah. No, I um, I can agree with that. I and people I worry about Alabama getting in that they don't deserve. Obviously, you and I have this thing about talking about the NCAA and the SEC being in cahoots and talking about, in a way, there are times where we're like, yeah, they are. And, you know, that was my thought, obviously. But do you, the people, are they upset that, that possibly the Bama actually could win the national championship and, and, and get another one? So. Uh, I mean, it's frustrating. It's not surprising, really. I mean, um, yeah, they just set it up perfectly for there to be two SEC teams in there, honestly. I mean, unless there was some team that got completely blown out. Um, A lot of people wondering why USC wasn't even in the discussion. But, honestly, I think that they would have only been up one, two, possibly three spots, the highest number seven because yeah. they were relatively in the same boat as Ohio State because they had two losses, one against um, a decent uh, Washington State team but then, on the road, but then they had a road loss to Notre Dame where they actually got blown out. Right, right. So very similar state, uh, situation as Ohio State. Yeah, USC had way too much ground to cover up to get up there to the top four, so... Um, but, uh, I mean, the margin of Vic, uh, the margin between Alabama and Ohio state was just by point, by point something, point two or three is crazy. Um, well, it's first, the biggest thing that I have frustration with is, and, and they kind of stuck themselves in the situation, but like I said, I mean, they put two sec teams at five and six. So it worked out perfectly. Honestly, if, um, if Auburn had barely beat Georgia, they could have put Georgia in there too. The only way that they were going to be blocked out is if Wisconsin won, and that didn't happen. So right. I, I'm, I personally have no problem. I have a bigger problem with there being two teams from one conference than the Big Ten not having a team in the playoff because, frankly, I think the Big Ten team would wind up being embarrassed like the Big Ten teams <laughs> right. have for two, right. two years running. Yeah. So this year, then you don't have risk of that. So the, then, though, the biggest pro, uh, the next biggest problem that I come across is if you have two teams from the same conference, I think that they should automatically play in the first game, right? Because yeah. if it's a, if this winds up being Georgia versus Alabama in the championship game, I refuse to watch it. <laughs> 
Right. Because they, they have the chance to fix it. They have the chance to do something about it and mm-hmm. not have this garbage, which they yeah. did in the BCS and gave it to the SEC, but they wouldn't give it to the Big Ten when Michigan and Ohio State were number one and two. But then when LSU and Bama were, they go ahead and they reschedule it and they make a national championship game from it. So I think it's garbage when they do that. And here we are again, giving them the opportunity to almost, uh, to lock it in that their conference is going to win the championship game if both the teams win and go into the uh, national title game. No, it's like saying, you know, would anybody want to see Ohio State versus Michigan in the national championship game? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, we would, and obviously everybody else would, but um, there's a lot of fan people would go, I don't want to see two Big Ten teams in the national championship game. So, yeah, I get it. it yeah, that'll be that'll be a weird game to watch if that happens, dude. It really would. Yeah, if that, if that happens, that'll be pretty frustrating. So, uh, let me see. So, yeah, so it's Clemson versus Alabama and Georgia versus Oklahoma. Um I mean, we'll we'll talk about more later and everything, but I do think that Clemson and Oklahoma um, stand decent chances at winning those games. So, yeah. Uh, but that's another thing too, where it's almost kind of. I mean, I know it's not going to be the championship game, but it's another thing where it's just like, great, three years in a row we get, have Clemson versus Alabama. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and Dabo, that's why they paid him. I mean, he's a good coach, so you know, but a uh, good quarterback at Clemson. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was uh, kind of interesting because, yeah, there was no – even though Auburn lost to – well, actually, I can't remember what the score was. If it was – well, no, it wasn't even that close. But even if it had been a close game, there was no way that they were going to be letting a three-loss team in. Because um, right. they they put a bunch of one loss teams in there, and right. the, the only one loss team then sitting out would, was Wisconsin. So, yeah, and, yeah, and they're playing number ten Miami, the Orange Bowl. So, yeah, so December thirtieth, and you get Penn State against Washington, and the Auburn against UCF. I. I, I yeah, you know what? UCF is undefeated, but I just don't see that being a good game at all. So, yeah, just based, uh, it, on, just based on UCF just putting up so many, they put up Memphis put up so many points against UCF. It was almost like there's no defense, and and Auburn's got a really pretty good defense, and it's just, I just think it's going to be an ugly game. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem for UCF with that one for sure. Is that they're. Um, Offense will be able to score, but they're not going to be able to score like they normally will. They will get stopped, but then their defense, I don't see any way that they're going to be able to hold up against a team quite like Auburn. But Scott Frost is has been said, I, I saw, I think it's still holding true, that he's going to coach the bowl game before he goes to Nebraska. So, Yeah, he's already got his staff ready to go, which was a great hire. It's just that, uh, yeah, that'll see if that affects anything. Yeah, that'll be interesting because if I'm not mistaken, I think we play Nebraska next year. Yeah. Um, yep. And we obviously played UCF last year and uh, faced off against Frost then. So, um, yeah, so talked about, uh, mentioned the bowl matchups, talking about the college football playoff. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe we've got several weeks here before some uh the games and everything so maybe we'll take some time in there but uh i'm we've had this conversation before i don't want to get really started uh into detail but i think six would be the best number to go to six teams i know that some people are throwing out heck i think even jim harbaugh was like throwing what did he put 12 or 16 or something he said yeah something like 16 to 18 or something like that and that which is way outrageous i mean we're talking yeah then you're just talking about too many, like way too way too many games. Well, it's like basketball. You're doing a basketball tournament. You're just putting everybody into the, you know, March Madness and. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be fun, but it's it's way too much. Oh, it's way too much. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, so. Well, we'll yeah. probably talk a bit more about that at some point. So. Yeah. 
and you and I, you know, we've had our, our discussion on what we think would work best. And I thought it was a pretty good plan too. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's kind of it. Anything to mention before we close things off or. No, just, um, you know, every, every week is something with uh, Michigan football and stuff. So, you know, we'll keep you, keep our fan base going and up to date on what's going on. Um, obviously you and I are probably talk about, you know, maybe next week talk about Shea Patterson, uh, you know, transferring here. That was another subject. that's pretty hot topic with Michigan football and yeah. whether, you know, that might be something, well, you know, it'd be great to get callers and what they think, you know, him transferring here could mean and what, uh, it could mean for the other quarterbacks that we already have here. So yeah, if you want to call us, that'd be great. You know, we can get your, uh, your opinion on the whole thing. So, yeah, yep. We, we will be covering a lot of different things. I don't know how many weeks there are in between here or there, but we'll have different topics coming up and we always bring you guys at least one episode each week. Um, and so, yeah, if you got, if you guys have any thoughts on, uh, what you might want us to cover, uh, I mean, leading up to the game or even during the off season, feel free to contact us, um, blue brothers, sportscast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. We're at blue bros underscore, and then Caleb or underscore Craig. And of course, if you want to leave a voicemail, uh, to leave a comment, or if you want to leave a voicemail to say, hey, could you guys talk about this topic sometime, you're more than welcome to do that as well. That's uh, an easy number to remember. It's 551-258-3276. That's 551-BLUE-BRO. Cool. All right. So with that, we appreciate you guys joining us again this week. And uh, we'll be going through this month of December, getting ready for the bowl game and everything. But we'll go ahead and finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue.